Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to oh, Rewind man. Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted. I'm here with, uh, with most of the crew. We're driving Amy to drink again. It's, uh, it's being a thing at this point. She's, uh, she's slowly but surely becoming, uh, becoming dependent on whatever she drinks every night uh, while we film this show. Uh, so we are here talking about all kinds of nonsense tonight. And so uh, if it's, it's going to be one it's of those definitely nonsense. Where- yeah, it's going to be one of those nights, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Ivy's over here dressed as Eeyore. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, Will is not even sure what day it is anymore. You know, uh, really not. <laughs> really not. Pick it up, you son your, of a bitch. Your blur, your blur doesn't allow it. Amy has technical difficulties. It's going to be one of those nights um, where, where when you listen to this show, you could be literally listening to anything tonight. So, uh, Enjoy. And no, it's not even It'll here. be entertaining as shit. Uh, so, but but in all real, uh, all realness, we're talking about Sabu tonight, and I'm super excited about it. Um, you know, I'm a little bit sad because Sabu's one of the the ECW guys I have not gotten to see live, um, and he announced that he is retiring because of back issues. Which, um, after all surprised. these years and all the freaking <laughs> bumps he's taken, I'm not at all surprised god damn man dude literally um, landed on his head <laughs> multiple times multiple yeah. times um so we're we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about sabu we may uh if if we we hear back from some people um we may even get some messages spliced in from some people that have worked with sabu over the years um so if we uh, if we don't get them spliced in here, we might just make it a separate little little montage video type thing uh, that you can see on YouTube. Uh, speaking Putting of in some calls, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm making people some offers that they can't refuse. You know, uh, that's a really bad impersonation. I'm gonna Good cut that Lord. shit. What the fuck <laughs> was that? <laughs> Yikes! That was me not being Italian. <laughs> yeah, oh keep your keep your Irish ass over there. <laughs> Irish. Irish, go fuck yourself. Okay, you uh, even do that. Right. Listen, I'm Armenian. Okay, I know. I'm fucking Middle Eastern. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, stop. Just see <laughs> <laughs> Harrison Gibbler now. Right. Um, no, but 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 for real, guys. Um, while we're while we're talking about YouTube. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone that has uh, that has helped us to continue to grow. We have hit 400 subscribers on YouTube. Super, super excited about that, um, and we're continuing to climb. We're really, really close to 4,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, if you guys could help us make that happen, if it hasn't happened already by the time that this episode comes out, uh, please, please, please help us get that uh, get that message out there, and. Um, Please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe here, right? And uh, just so we're just so we're all in the know. Next week, 
is our live Survivor Series prediction show. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing our live broadcast like we do for the Big Four every single time, and uh, for that belt. <laughs> And uh, and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it. I know. Uh, I just I just talked to Arbiter today. Arbiter is going to return to be our producer again, Yay! and uh, and we're gonna have some fun with it, guys. We're gonna <laughs> you know I'm 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 working on planning some shit. I'm gonna plan some shit oh, for no. you. Okay? It's my belt. Um, come the titles on the line. <laughs> titles on the line. Here we go. Jesus. Um, so with with all that being said, man, my my angle is really cut off tonight. Um, sorry. Uh, with all that being said, guys, let's, let's jump in and talk about Sabu a little bit here. And so the purpose of tonight, I mean, we're not going to be able to talk about all of Sabu's career because if we tried to do that, we'd be here for a solid three hour show. And um, yeah, we don't, we don't do episodes like that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, that's, that's a thing of, of the past. That's, that's 2019, 2020. Will and Ted's yeah, excellent that's, wrestling that's, rewind stuff right there. Okay, <laughs> that's real OG stuff. <laughs> that's real, real OG stuff there. Uh, so you want to so hear a two, two, a two and a half hour podcast about everything that happened in the week of wrestling? Go back yeah. and watch some of our old stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No thanks about that. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so. I want to I want to keep things kind of uh, flowing tonight, but I also want to make sure I give all of you uh, some time just to maybe think about and and, and to um, to express what some of your favorite Sabu memories are, because I think that that's um, that's a, a really cool uh, thing to think about when someone announces their retires. What your favorite moments were of them as a performer, and um, and I also want you to talk to me a little bit about. Uh, what you think Sabu did for the wrestling industry. Um, you know, and, and, and I can think of a lot of different points and perspectives to take on that. Um, but I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say. And then I'll, I'll throw some thoughts in at the end. You know, I'm, I'm not here to, uh, to over be overbearing and, and, and constantly dominate the microphone, despite what Amy says about me. Um, <laughs> That's what you do every fucking week. <laughs> Unless Nellio is here. Yeah, I was going to say Nellio. Okay. <laughs> okay, Eeyore. Okay. Uh, so. Alone with my depression, okay? Jeez. <laughs> Man, things just got real. Jesus. <laughs> Man. Man, but quick, quick, I, I do have a quick story before we get started with the show today because it was really funny. So, um, we are currently investigating having a CCW show in the Philadelphia area. And so I've been going out and looking at different venues and trying to find us a spot. And I went to this venue to check it out this past week. And, uh, and I FaceTime Ivy because I'm, because she's helping me like with reaching out to places and she couldn't make it to this location to do the walkthrough with me. So I took her on the walkthrough on my cell phone and I'm sitting at the concessionary and I'm talking to her and, uh, and just out of habit, because like Ivy's like my 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 road wife over here, right? Um, <laughs> just out of habit, when we when we go to hang up, I go, "All right, babe, I'll talk to you later," right? And I hang up, and the dude looks at me. He's like, "Well, damn, if I work with her long enough, do I get to call her babe too?" <laughs> no, sir. No, you absolutely do not. Oh man! So it was it was just it and was a- there goes our chance at that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so so um 
it was just it was just a funny moment but but ivy is definitely out there in dudes minds you know and that's why they're in her dms it's a uh, it's kind of funny. So I'm going to have to start hitting them with the pretty woman line. They ask me what my, what my name is and I tell them whatever you want it to be. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Don't do that in a locker room, please. Uh, I definitely would not. <laughs> I can think Another of several, one of my favorite movies. I can think of several, several dudes from the last locker room that you were in that would, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> Pause. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pause and move on here before we get to oh deep, uh, and we're gonna start talking about Sabu here. So uh, I think I want to go to the potentially the the biggest EC Dub fan of us all here. Uh, I want to go to OG first and uh, and let him get some shit off his chest about uh, about Sabu here. So I, obviously, like you said, Dev. I mean, being live, living right up, right outside of South Philly, my whole life. Uh, ECW has been one of my favorite things to go back and watch. Obviously, I, I mean, I was about six or seven when it was like in its heyday down here, but it was before I was even watching wrestling. Hmm. But um, so, like, my first exposure to Sabu was like the the ECW One Night Stand uh, pay per views hmm. in uh, the mid two thousands. And then when WWE brought back the ECW brand, obviously I went back and started watching some of the older stuff and was like, whoa, like what what they're showing on TV is nothing compared to what it used to be. And literally one of my favorite matches to watch from that era is Sabu's um, barbed wire match with Terry Funk mm. where it, it's just absolute carnage and mayhem. And that was my first like, real introduction to what like hardcore wrestling is like WWE said like has hardcore matches but that was like the craziest thing I've ever seen mm. going forward I think that was the match where he cut his he sliced his bicep open and then like taped it back together yeah like, yeah 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 that's um he's been known to do some shit <laughs> you know, yeah, that time it was tape. I know one time he used super glue. Was, yeah, yeah. He, he really took the uh, the nickname homicidal, genocidal, suicidal to to heart. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, some of those table bumps in South Philly, you Oof. know, just just, and he did it so casually. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh yeah, whatever. And then he like, oh, I I, I landed on my head on cement. I'm good. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, even even at uh, you see the in the, I think it was the first one night stand where him and him and Ray had the match. And the, the second one second was it the yeah. second one. Second one. Yeah. Okay, I I always get them mixed up, but um, they set the table up on like the apron and the the guardrail, and when uh they went to do the DDT spot, the table slid, and they both just fell and landed right on their heads. Yeah. Like, I literally just watched two people die. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. And um, I think that that barbed wire match is quite possibly one of the most um, infamous matches in wrestling history. You know, um, it draws a lot of attention and it draws a lot of uh what's the word I'm looking for here? It, it draws a lot of 
the closet wrestling fans back out of the out of the closet you know mm. um it draws them back because it's a, it's just it's classic it's a bloodbath mm. it's um it's everything you want from that style of wrestling yeah and like the interesting thing is like when sabu and even terry funk when they both when they both started they were like really good technical wrestlers and mm-hmm. just that's how they evolved in their career to getting to that type of match and it's still one of my favorite matches to go back and watch wholeheartedly agree wholeheartedly agree all right riff thick let's oh, see right, let's, let's hear um, what you gotta say so said, oh right that's me <laughs> <laughs> My experience with uh, with Abu, like um, since I grew up watching the early 2000 era wrestling, I never really got like that firsthand exposure to the ECW was. Um, I looking back on it and watching it through the network, I watched a lot of his matches. But my first exposure was the one night stands, and then the abomination that was the WWE ECW. Um, but one of the, some of the moments that really struck me was over this past year working with CCW and even before I started working with them, um, I went to a show for, with CCW in which Sabu was the main event. And that to me was surreal because like, again, seeing people on TV and then seeing him in person, it's like, wow, all right, awesome. But it was like, I think it was October of last year. It was a, one of the Tennessee shows. I got to meet him and like literally introduce myself. And then I realized I don't think I've ever heard Sebu's uh, voice ever. Yeah. <laughs> when he, when he, he said ne- that. He like, never really had the mic in his hand. Exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy because the dude has such a presence, but yet like he was not like known for speaking. So mm-hmm. you never like, needed that- to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that took me off guard. And then obviously like now that we know with his injuries and stuff, like it, I was taken aback of like, how much behind the scenes he does wear his injuries and like it, it it does weigh him down but like the coolest thing to ever witness is like meeting him and being backstage with him and then coming up to his match with Alex Ocean which I know Alex Ocean was over the moon that he got to share the ring with him um the minute his music came on it was like seeing the 90s Sabu again mm-hmm. like it's just all of a sudden he straightened out he had the chair in his hand. He was ready to go. And if watching him in the ring that night, you would have never known that he was hurting at all by looking how he was moving, how mm-hmm. like, it, it's like he thought three steps ahead for every spot. Cause it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And like, I remember just sitting there awestruck that I'm witnessing this right now. Cause like the first match I saw him live at, it wasn't a hardcore match. It was just a tag match, mm-hmm. but seeing him in his own element, and then also putting over Alex Ocean and giving him that moment was just a great experience for me. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Tamtress, what you got? Yes, that's me. <laughs> um, all right. So just like Amy, obviously I didn't get like the same exposure to Sabu that you guys got because you're old and I'm not. Um, <clears throat> just putting that out there. But um, <laughs> sorry. Love you guys. Um, but no, I mean, like, I, I really remember a lot of his TNA work and I feel like that's kind of where, Mm. like, I recall seeing him the most, at least in, you know, my life as a wrestling fan. So, um, he's just one of those guys that like, every time he gets in the ring, you're just kind of cringing because you're like, how's this guy still alive? (laughs) Like, what is he doing? How is this possible? But I think that's why, like, for me as a wrestling fan, I love that because he, he's, 
a brutal, you know, person in the ring and he puts his body through absolute torture. But those are like the types of wrestlers that I've always kind of clung to and really like enjoyed watching. So I don't even have like a memorable moment. Just everything that I ever like recall seeing him do. I'm just like, ow, I hurt just seeing that. Like yeah. my head, my back, my neck, ow. Um, like he's, he's just one of those people. And I feel like because of that, like he has definitely like left his mark on the business. So, you know, he's going to be somebody that we remember because we're going to remember that he's someone in the ring. You're going to see him bleed. You're going to see him, you know, getting completely pummeled and then jumping right back up and getting back in there. So that's something that like for me as a wrestling fan, I iconically will always remember about him. <clears throat> yeah. I, um, I, I can't say that anyone, what anyone has said shocks me. Right. Um, and, and I'm sure that it doesn't really shock our, our listeners and our viewers either, because if you are a fan of Sabu, then, then most of us share this, this same sentiment about his career. Um, I think that the stuff that he did before he went to the Indies in 90s ECW will live in infamy, mm-hmm. right? And, and mm-hmm. very early 2000. Um, he, he did things that no one else could do and, and he made things, um, he made magic happen in the ring in ECW because what was previously unbelievable became believable because Sabu did it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and I think, I think that that has so much to do with why he is so popular despite not having and i i'm going to say this in in very heavy quotes here a lack of mainstream success right like he was Mm -hmm. in wcw for literally a cup of coffee he was on nitro once right yeah um he worked for the he's had a few stints in wwe Right, but but they were all so short, and they and yeah. the last one ended with that, uh, you know, when he was supposed to be in that in that elimination chamber match, and yeah. and <laughs> they were gonna have him like read a script, you know, that one that that Amy made us watch, you know, that one, mm-hmm. that one, mm-hmm. um, from from November to December or whatever it was, December to December, um, November. <laughs> They should have ran it in November. <laughs> right, right. Um, but but he was replaced oh by God. Hardcore Holly because he ripped up the script and then uh, and and said, you know, screw this. I'm not doing this. This is stupid. <laughs> and, uh, and so they, they wrote him off TV, you know. So, um, and then they killed ECW again. <laughs> and then they killed ECW again. Um, but, you know, he he didn't really have success at that high high level of wwe we call that the high level because that's where the big money was you know up until AEW really um he he was literally in wcw for a cup of tea and listen ecw was considered a part of the big three in wrestling in the 90s right Mm -hmm. but ecw was like the uh like the little the little cousin that was trying to hold on (laughs) you know um you know, he was he was the little cousin that wanted to hang out with the big cousins at the holiday dinners. You know, that's what ECW kind of was in terms of popularity in the wrestling industry, and um, and so 
the fact that Sabu is so universally loved despite all of that, I think is super, um, I think is super important because it proves that the guys from the small companies can get over, you know, um, you know, you look at, you look at Rob Van Dam. He was over his shit when he went to WWE, right? Cause he's Rob Van Dam. Um, ECW did a really great job of getting those guys over. That's why those guys are still working right now. Right. Rob Van Dam still working right now. Rhino still working right now. Sandman kind of still working right now. Um, Even Dreamer, you know, Dreamer, even though he got canceled, still working right now. Uh, you know, uh, Pitbull Gary still working right now. Fonzie still working right now. And they're all considered legends. You know, they're all considered legends. Mm -hmm. Small company in South Philly. And Sabu was a big part of that. Um, and I think the fact that Sabu, wherever he has gone, has been over, is more proof in the pudding that WWE does not need to change everybody's fucking gimmick. Yeah. Right? Right? And on top of that, everywhere he's gone, he's held some type, almost, almost everywhere he's gone, he's held some type of belt at that point. Yes. Yes. He didn't hold any belts in Impact, but he had match of the year in Impact with Abyss. Yeah. You know? Um, but he's, he's just, he's so prolific. And I love watching him. And uh, so I think this weekend I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend some time going back and rewatching some, uh, some of those awesome ECW Sabu moments as long as the cock allows me to find Sabu moments. Um, I'm going to go watch the, uh, the barbed wire match. Yeah. <laughs> also, I totally forgot that he was actually part of the invasion <laughs> angle too. Yes. Yep. Yes. He's one of the reasons that he, he, fell, he fell off the R. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And speaking of the invasion angle, on another episode we're filming a little bit later tonight, we're going to be rebooking some stuff and one of us may be rebooking oh, yeah. the invasion. So, my friends, tell us, tell us in the comments below, what do you think about Sabu's career? What are some of your favorite moments of Sabu's career? Um, was it at an indie show? Was it an ECW moment? Was it when he was in WWE for, you know, uh, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Or was it that one Nitro match he had for a cup of coffee in WCW? Anything. Mm -hmm. It can be whatever your favorite moment is. Tell us in the comments below on YouTube. If you're watching on, or I'm sorry, if you're listening on a podcast platform or on Sportswire, hit us up on social media. Follow us across all of our social medias on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Please remember to go check out ccwrestlingfl.com. Get all of your event tickets for all of your Coastal Championship Wrestling events. And uh, my friends, go and get yourself a goddamn shirt, okay? Do it. Go get, go get some Rewind merch, whatamaneuver.net. Okay, go get, go get yourself an OG shirt. Go get yourself an Ivy Fan shirt. Go get yourself a ticker shirt. And, um, you know, let's, let's get in there and, and everybody show us some love. Send us a selfie in your rewind gear and we will retweet it for sure. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And, uh, again, much respect to Sabu. 
you know, thank you for, for uh, entertaining us for all these years and for being an inspiration in the wrestling industry. And uh, with that being said, my friends, we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio.